This is the Dear Warren Podcast. Hey, welcome to uh, Dear Warren Podcast, Warren's announce table. Hey, hey, we're back. Hey. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. And we are back with Warren's, uh, the, the, the podcast where we st- uh, share stories, principles, parables. But this is a, finally, we get in the midweek podcast. I'm joined by the wonderful Jessica. Hi. And uh, yeah, we're back. We apologize for the absence. It's all Jessica's fault. Ha- Jessica, explain yourself. <laughs> It's my, it's, you notice how it's always my fault. Yes, it's my fault that the bathroom toilet decided to leak through the ceiling into it's like the, the toilet. kitchen. Don't be overdramatic. It was the tub. Both things were leaking and caused us to have a giant hole in the kitchen. It wasn't ceiling. giant. It was just a just little, you know, one foot by, by 10 feet, you know, <laughs> trench right so, above the, right above our kitchen sink. And then what happened? We had to replace the ceiling. No, no, no. no. What happened here? You have to dismantle the podcast studio. We use the dining room table. Throwing it all off track. Use the dining room table for what it was meant to be used for, to put stuff on. My safe space. (laughs) We had to put uh, all the kitchen accoutrements onto the uh, podcast studio table. So we were unable to uh, do the podcast because there was a bunch of dusty stuff on it. And we're back with the midweek podcast for Warren's announced table where we like to uh, announce over professional wrestling matches. In this case, WWE's weekly running episode of NXT. And not only that, but we are downgraded. Explain what usually would we watch this show on. What I mean, we usually do. We usually have a television. What have we been downgraded to? An iPad. I mean, it's a fairly sad setup comparatively. So if you go back to any of the previous guest pictures, you notice we had props and a television you know it, it's just everything want, doesn't want no no one wants the podcast that's what happened you, 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 didn't, you didn't even want the podcast <gasps> don't you dare say that it's not like i was like really tired as well too because of all the work that was going on all the dust and making me cry and sneeze and everything <sighs> do you want people to feel bad for you no i feel bad for myself already that's enough that's enough i missed you i missed you too i missed this Eck, I just want to let you know that I have a problem. What's your problem? The only cure for my problem is Girl Scout cookies. It's Girl Scout cookie season! <sighs> Do you not enjoy the Girl Scout cookies that uh, I bought in from no, bought in? Bought in's not a word. Bought from many, many Girl Scouts. <clears throat> well, go on with your Girl Scout cookies. <gasps> I love them. That was, that was my story. Oh, it's okay. Girl Scout cookie season. Okay. I have a problem, and I have too many Girl Scout cookies. Did you eat them all yet? I've ate quite a few. I think Jeez. we're three boxes in. I have a steady stream, so I ordered from, you know, Girl Scouts did the online cookie ordering. So I ordered from three different Girl Scouts, two online, one in person. So they're going to come cascading in. I forecasted my cookie allotment for March and April. This is just your ploy to, to once again, derail the podcast. Just fatten me up like that. What is it? That that gingerbread lady? Uh, what is it? She's, she's Hansel a, and Gretel. Is she a witch? Is she a... I think uh, she's a witch. What is it? Yeah. And then her, her thing is what? She... What's that story? W- Warren, you're going to read a story about uh, a, a witch, a, a nice little witch that lures kids into her gingerbread house, right? Does she live in a gingerbread house? I think so. It was ha- Hansel and Gretel, right? And they, uh, yeah. like, left themselves a trail of bread... Am I mixing two stories? I have Left no themselves idea. a trail of breadcrumbs. But she wanted to fatten them up to the point that she could eat them. She did. Did she eat them? I don't remember. Did she end up eating them? Or I don't did, know, but they... you're trying to fatten me up, so then I can't do the podcast anymore. Getting these Girl Scout cookies. How dare you? <laughs> you won't be able to leave the house? Well, to be fair, it's not going to work because there's only 1.5 cookies that you order that I actually will eat. That's true. That the peanut butter ones, you're a big the fan of. The do and the, uh, what was the other one? The Tagalongs. One? Tagalongs. Yep. I did, I went outside of my comfort zone. I ordered some of the non-Peanut Butter Girl Scout cookies. They're not as good. Uh, let's get back to WWE NXT. Fine. Yes. That's what, we, we, that's what we usually do. I'm sorry we're, we're off of our rhythm, folks. But that's I just because it's Jessica's but fault. But there's nothing interesting happening. Do- Who's this? What's he talking? Oh, wait, this it's, is some. Oh, okay. Who go is ahead. that? Go ahead. Why don't you, you know, explain no, it? You, you explain no, it now. No. Champa. Uh, from from uh, Gargano and Champa's uh, tag team. And uh, if you've been listening 
Well, unfortunately, we didn't cover last week, but uh, what had gone on was Gargano had one last shot at Cien Almas for the NXT title, and he put his career in NXT on the line. And uh, Ciampa interfered, right? Mm-hmm. And cost him his uh, career in NXT, and now Ciampa is uh, out to explain himself, and he's known as the, right now, the most dastardly heel, and... Um, if we had our TV, you'd be able to hear the booze. Unfortunately, we, we're... Chompa sucks. There we go. At least there's a Chompa sucks chant going on. So, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to build the storyline now that uh, Gargano is out of NXT. Maybe he'll make run-ins. Do you Maybe think he's not he officially was, out of NXT. Is he out of NXT because <clears throat> he's getting called up? Or is he out of NXT for the sake of the story? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, I, I would bet. More so column A. I think it's more so for the sake of the story because... Gargano hasn't really been promoted or or uh, um, news about him on the main roster at all. Oh, speaking of news on the main roster, why don't you break the most uh, incredible news for WWE in a while? Well, Daniel Bryan was cleared to wrestle again. So he's been out of wrestling uh, from a medical standpoint for about three years due to, I think, traumatic brain injury. Or, I think it's something CTE related, uh, right? Or concussion, post concussion, concussion syndrome. Because yeah. why did you explain it? Didn't he also have neck surgery and things, or am I misremembering that? I think that may have been Edge. I'm not sure if he had neck surgery, but go on. But yeah, no, he had totally gotten knocked in the head a couple times, really bad, and he uh, wasn't recovering as he needed to. And they basically said that you can't wrestle anymore forever. And then uh, he he does a reality show with his wife, so you kind of see that. Of course, he wants to come back and. He's been a manager on SmackDown. So they brought him back as a manager on SmackDown. He's tearing up a Gargano sign in front of, like, she's, he's making her cry. Look, that's most likely a plant. But still, it's, oh, here we go. That's an old, that's an old lady. She's giving a thumbs down to him. Thumbs down. And he rips up a sign. And, oh, this is just old school classic heel, like fan interaction going in there. Yelling in their faces, everyone booing him right to his face as he tears oh, up the oh. signs. What happened? Oh, it's Gargano. He was hiding. Behind a sign. He was in the audience. Gargano was a uh, uh, sneak attack. Remember when Sting was hiding behind a mask of Sting? <laughs> <laughs> Very similarly, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, back when he was in TNA, uh, he was in a rivalry with Rob Van Dam, and Rob Van Dam was going through the audience, giving him high fives, and then it looked like a fan wearing a sting mask, and then <laughs> the, the quote fan hit Rob Van Dam with a chair. And took off his sting mask. <laughs> took off his sting mask. It's because he was sting. He was sting. It was a good one. So this is close, but not exactly. Oh, if you've never Googled that uh, looping gif, please, please do. That's great. It's, it's a great one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, anyway, so we've started off. Ah, uh, at least with a little bit of a laugh. Thank you for bringing that little meme, that meme, into uh, I had the someone discussion. who would call them memes. Memes? In like, they were a professional. You had In marketing, called them memes. Remember I uh, used to tell you about, uh, way back in one of my older jobs, some guy saying that he would shush into a box? Yep. Oh, jeez. Or like I just told you the new one. I'm going to use the appy and... API, folks. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, isn't that, is it, is it GIF or GIF or that's will, not as bad? I will, I go through moods where whatever is currently in, I try to say the opposite one just mm. to, just to mess with as many people as possible. I'm such a dick. So what's know? the latest just, one that you were trying I to? I think it's everyone uh, says GIF. So right now I'm trying to say GIF as much as possible. Mm. I'm sure no one notices. See, no one. You're passive aggressive. No one notice. No one notices. You know why? Because why? the the midweek podcast just has been slipping. That's what's that's what's been happening. Silence. Just like last week, when everyone was waiting for the latest news of what what video game are you guys playing? Then again, we probably put everyone to sleep with that World of Warcraft episode, which actually no, it did uh, very well. So thank you for putting up with our old war stories of World of Warcraft people. That's during our. Uh, every other week, or sometimes every other week, we do war games. We do, yeah, we it was a good games. one. So, what's are you playing any new video games? No. Am I playing any new video games? Maybe. Am I playing Xenobane Chronicles Two on Xenobane? Xenobane, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. What was funny was that coworkers had recommended uh, uh, against that 
due to the enormity of cutscenes mm. that are in that game. Oh, and we're jumping around. Go ahead, hijack. Why don't you just hijack the midweek podcast and no, go towards? No, by uh, all means, uh, please give me a dramatic play by play of NXT. Tell me exactly what's going on. The Dusty Roads Tag Team Memorial Classic, which has uh, usually held once a year, where they. <clears throat> Showcase, I believe, eight teams in uh, elimination brackets, uh, similar to uh, everyone's March Madness, which is going on right now. I have no, I have no fucking clue what's going on with with that. You're not a, you're not a March, not a you're not a basketball fan. guy. Nope. Well, speaking of naming tournaments, mm. so Dusty Rhodes, I guess, has a fairly squeaky clean reputation. Yes. So what was the recent thing that WWE did where they had to rename an event at WrestleMania? Oh, why don't you bring this up? This is uh, yeah. I don't know good. what her name is. Uh, her name was uh, the Fabulous Moolah. Okay, so I forgot what her real name is, but she's known as the Fabulous Moolah. And what was it? A, I forgot what type of match it was going to be at WrestleMania. It was going to be a battle royal, right? So, WWE last week, maybe early last week, announced the Moolah Battle Royale uh, at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, which basically is a women's division. Free for all in a way, or is it Royal kind Rumble. of? It's kind of a Royal Where, Rumble. You know, the X amount of uh, competitors are in the ring at once and have to toss them over the top rope, and whoever's the last one left wins. But the difference between a Royal Rumble is that you bring them in one by one. Yes. That's when everybody starts at once, right? Very good. Yep. That's why it's a battle royale. So they battle named royal. it the Mula or Miss Mula. Fabulous uh, Mula. Fabulous Mula, and quite um, in sort of a. Not comedy of errors. I guess they were fairly short-sighted in that naming because it turns out uh, that wrestler, Fabulous Mula, who I guess, you know, did quite a bit for women's wrestling when she was in WWE, had some unsavory post-career... During uh, her career. During her career? Yeah. She was basically a, a pimp for women's wrestlers um, and all the ugliness that that entails as an actual definition uh, she was prostituting out her talent, uh, treating them very poorly. All things that you would argue as a brand you would never want to endorse. So I wonder, and I was telling Eki that I think it probably was because uh, a bunch of millennials named it. Like, oh, this, this she's, we look back, we look at it a little bit of... Uh, Just see these millennials. WWE oh history. She seems cool. Let's name her that. And there was no one at that boardroom table to say... Mm. You know, maybe we should. If they had historians and hardcore fans like moi there. Well, speaking of hardcore fans, hmm. they instantly uh, basically called WWE out on oh, yeah. that naming in terms of, are you guys kidding me? How would you dare endorse an anti-woman woman, essentially, who treated women so poorly and took advantage of them uh, as your sort of pinnacle of this name? And they didn't even listen at first. They were just like, oh, it's only knowledge that the the smarks the smart marks no or just people who are, oh, who are just on the internet so then of course they uh when you ignore the ire of the internet it just gets amped up even further and they decided to tweet directly or message directly at snickers the sponsor for wrestlemania right so uh how quickly after that took place did wwe decide to rename uh the fabulous moolah a battle royale to I think it's just women's, women's battle royale. Not named after anybody. And I just wonder from a branding perspective and a marketing perspective, like someone screwed up, A. However, I would argue that the McMahon family had to have known this information. If you are the head of a conglomerate, you, have, you hire people to know this information. So you're going by the old saying of any press is good press. I don't think they did it on purpose. I don't think they would say, oh, let me pick an anti, especially because they're making so much money off of women right now in terms of being pro-woman because uh, it's the trendy thing to do and it's the thing that's currently making them money as part of what their brand is being known for. So I wouldn't say that they named it that on purpose to incite the ire of the internet. I just think either they never, they didn't know or they, um, the people who made the decision didn't know. But I kind of find it hard to believe if some Marks knew that it was, or Smarks knew that it was a thing, like wouldn't anybody in the company have kind of known or anybody who would have, I mean, you argue this family has been doing wrestling for how many, I, I don't know. I just, I just have a hard time believing, did they forget? Did they not know? Did they, are they too busy? They didn't even think about it. Anyway, uh, I kind of like your suggestion of that someone must have known. And so this was probably a test just to see how far they could have gotten away with it 
and they they had a fallback plan of just oh well even if it does get big we can just always change it and we look good in the end because we immediately address it you know so i you know i think to your point it is a is it it is a tactic however it's a chance and to be fair most most companies maybe most companies are bigger than wwe most companies would not take that chance but maybe they did because they're entertainment right um, I still don't think it was on purpose. I think that it's probably ignorance, if anything. They did address it correctly. Although, um, I, to your point, probably would agree that Snickers probably put some pressure on them to be like, what are you doing? Oh, absolutely. Whenever your sponsors get involved. Yeah, I'm going to pull. You start mil- getting you know. hit in your pocketbook. Right. It's just unfortunate that they had to, whether it be intentional or unintentional, go down that route like why was this even a thing it didn't earn you anything it just made your marketing and pr and social media department look stupid which you know all about as far as uh keeping up with a marketing department and ensuring you uh keep up with any type of fallout damage or well it's crisis management 101 in terms of hey there's there's a lot of people out there who kind of have an idea of of like recognizing like oh shit this is going to go down but then the actual management of it it's something that at scale you know what i mean it's it's interesting because i think when you think of scale that big you think of it being a completely unmanageable behemoth but in actuality there's a it's a it's a job like anything else and there's a way to handle it and a way to do it i just could only imagine sort of the collateral damage of the probably 20 or 30 or so people who were up or after midnight, or lost sleep, or crisis management and communications, uh, because of what in essence might have been a, and mis- obviously a mistake. That you would hope, you know, legal. I mean, legal PR, social media, digital marketing, uh, content. You know, the content, digital advertising, syndication people. A lot of people would be in- impacted by something like that. But you know who ignores the little people? The same people. Yes. Well, me ignore the little people. They do that on purpose. They do that on purpose, especially for someone who's attempting to get their podcast on Spotify. Oh, geez. Tell me more about that. First off, want a, a, a long, long overdue uh, a big thank you to everyone because uh, uh, I think it was it was last week I wanted to, to thank everyone for. Oh, look at Roderick Strong. He that's a bad looking tan there, buddy. You'll see when they zoom in and zoom in his face again. It's a little really yellow, spl- a little splotchy. Check it out. Look at this. Let me or see. is that just the iPad? We can't. We, we won't. <laughs> is, That's probably ha- because of the iPad. Does he we, have a bad tan or is it the <laughs> iPad? <laughs> With all the, the food stains on it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Come on. We have a class, classy operation here. Um, uh, thank you to all listeners and uh, who have been, and all guests as well, too. Oh, that's his partner, Pete Dunn, it looks like. In any case, um, we've had over 3,000 downloads. In fact, it's going strong. I think we're up to like 3,300 or something. Oh, fantastic. Already. So thank you to everyone who has been li- who have been listening. Gives us feedback every once in a while. We love you all. And then uh, the other news is that we most recently were able to get the podcast on Spotify, which should have happened on January 11th. Someone's better. Someone's better. Well, here's what happens, hon. When you, you're waiting for that long, and then I have a friend who also uses the same host as I do. And they get on within the first, like, two weeks of, of putting in the request. And, of course, you read the thing where Spotify does their, does their requests in batches. And they, uh, uh, the, the big thing is that if you don't get approved, you don't even find out. You just see this thing that says that your podcast is under review. So I just waited because I'm a patient guy. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to stir the thing. Stir the pot. Stir the, is it stir the pot? It is. Yeah. Any case. Now, could it be that your friend's podcast is better than ours, is more friendly than ours? Oh, it, it, everything. All the above. <laughs> Disney discussions, people. It's from my good friend, Tony. How can they we talk compete about, with Disney? He talks, he has his kids on. Oh, come on. They have code names, too. Uh, like, he doesn't even, uh, the, the, the kids, they don't use their first names. One of them is uh, Sparrow, because okay. of Jack Sparrow. The other one is Stitch, because of oh, Lilo geez, and Stitch. Oh, it's so it's freaking adorable. Sickeningly oh. cute. It's rated uh, E for everyone, or whatever it is. <laughs> and what are G we for rated? General. We're rated E for explicit, because we got, because uh, every once in a while, I have to drop the fucking F-bomb, you know? So... Mm. 
You know that my dad says that's an unintelligent way of expressing oneself. And look who you're, look who's talking right now. <laughs> See, I do not admit that I'm a I'm a smart man. So, my dad was an amazing man. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so his was approved and I was like, okay. And then it's, then it's, I'm just waiting for the next batch. It's only and a matter of time. Month, two months passed and then three months. It was just getting ridiculous. And then I saw a lot of other like mid podcasts or, or something where, uh, maybe like half the downloads, a quarter of the downloads that we get were, were getting published. And I was like this, there, something has to be going wrong. So then I just started messaging. I actually had to open up my Twitter again just to direct message them going back and forth. And it was like, oh, did you do this with Podbean? All right. Why don't you talk to Podbean? Email Podbean. They said, oh, you got to talk to Spotify. So then long story short, just uh, a good 48 hours in a row of just steady, constant messaging of uh, at Spotify cares. And then, lo and behold, after 48 hours, we're on Spotify. So Spotify did care, eventually. <laughs> we love Spotify. And I want to thank whoever was on the receiving end of all my uh, um, uh, playing dumb questions that I do. That's what I do. It was a little... How tri- is that different from what you little, normally oh, do? Oh, jeez. Look at this. <laughs> Zing. Very good. See, this is what I miss. <laughs> um... Uh, what is it? I remember when my dad would deal with customer support, especially within the past like five or ten years. Mm. Uh, he would, he would play because he knows his technology, right? But when he talks to them on customer service, he he always tries to like really, really underplay who he is. And oh, uh, where do I click? Uh, uh, is it this email icon? No. You, you know, just really. Why does he do that? Hmm? Why does he do that? So they so they're extra helpful to him. So you like play dumb? Yes. So they feel bad for you? Yes. And they'll help you more? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because if you start uh, playing like a know-it-all or something, then the other per- then it's kind of, he, he, he knows what he's doing. He mm. knows what he's doing. And so I, I, I kind of did a little bit of that, even though I knew that as long as I nag you enough, someone has to put in a support ticket and, they ha- and it's going to get, mm-hmm. it's going to jump the queue. <laughs> so it finally did. And uh, we're on. And thank you to whomever was, was, was dealing with my playing dumb, or as Jessica says, just me being me, mm. on uh, at Spotify Cares. I'm glad so. it's something we can agree on. Oh, geez. <laughs> in any case, we are on Spotify. We are. And you can so, actually search in the app and just search Dear Warren. And it's the, fir- it's the first, probably, and the only thing that comes up, actually. All the episodes come up. All of them do. You it's fantastic. It. So, so now, you, you know, you're listening to your workout track. Right? Listen to that Pantera. Listen to that walk. Right? You know that one. Don't don't try to. You're smiling as if that was. You know that song. You're the one that headbangs to that song as well. And then when you're done. What is this? The intro of our podcast. Is it not? Let me do it again. Do it again. I had no idea what you were doing. <laughs> Wait, is that not how it goes? And it's like, this is a Dear Warren podcast. I have no I still can't hear it. Sorry. <sighs> All right. If, never That's mind. You don't sounds. have to listen to us now. After that, you, you can turn, you can turn this off. That's how it sounds to me. Oh. Okay, so yes, as you, uh, um, as a marketing specialist, always tell me that one of the the things you should always do is that when they're on a certain media or platform, it's very hard for them to transition off of it. So mm-hmm. always make sure you give them something where they can easily either stay within whatever application they're on or easily on the device uh, seamlessly transition to well, the it's, other it's the principle of going to where your customers are, are or your mm-hmm. users are. It's much easier to meet them where they presently are, especially with the way social media channels are going right now, than trying to force them off of their platform to another platform. Yes. It's much more easy, more easier, easier ah. to get a Spotify user to listen to the podcast on Spotify than to ask them to open the Apple podcast app on their phone and download the podcast there. And in case people didn't know, I think it's uh, Facebook owns Spotify. So, Do they really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Is that a, that's a newer acquisition? I imagine that was a while ago. And by any, a while ago, meaning like a year within a year? Within like five years ago. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, 
but that's why you're able to sign into Spotify with your Facebook account. So, well, you can one of the main log reasons. into many things with yeah. your Facebook account that are not affiliated with with, with Facebook. But the but the main point of it is that from your Facebook account that where we've put the news of uh, here's the link to uh, the podcast on Spotify. You can click on it and it just automatically opens up. Well, it'll ask you, oh, open up Spotify, but yeah. Well, also so. too, I think you know you can listen to Spotify web app for free. You can obviously listen to Spotify on your phone for free, but at least we're now on another channel, I suppose. A very popular channel. Oh, for sure. I think it's a little more recognizable than than uh, Google Play. <laughs> well, I, I also think we don't have a lot of Android users. Oh, <laughs> you Android users. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I... Do you know any Android users anymore? I mean, I know yeah, they exist. I, I, I know they exist. I, I just make fun of them just because, oh, what are you, an Apple fanboy? What? So. It's like, why mess with something that just works? Mm. For now. What is it now? Ice cream cone, sherbet, purple sherbet. What's the latest? For now. But then Android again, as, as much as we're touting uh, uh, Facebook and, and Spotify, apparently. Stole, Fos- stole yeah. our data. Why don't, you, why don't you talk about that a bit? I don't know too, too much about that. I forgot what the company is called. Do you remember the company? Uh, a Bannon. Steve Bannon owned company. Cr- Atlas something. Crimerica. Atlas Crimer, I don't know Atlas, what it was called. Crimerica, steal your information because you decided to take a survey on Facebook, and then it, one of those stupid. Oh, just take this survey. We're not, we're not going to do anything with your answers or your information. Yeah, and I also wonder how Facebook's like. We're going to prevent developers from accessing your personal information. It kind of was like, well, what were you doing then? I mean, we have you have all the information, and advertisers presently get quite a bit of it to advertise. They don't have my information, hon. You know why? Why? Because I filled out that. No, I didn't fill out. I copied and pasted that post of. Here we go again. I do not. I so and so do not give uh, something something right to Facebook as of this law 18C. Oh, geez. Therefore. The the modern day chain letter has just gotten so much worse with social what are you, media. What are you talking about? I, I protected myself by copying and pasting. I didn't share it. No, I copied and pasted. Of course it. you did. So I'm protected because that's a legally binding Facebook. Post. Was it, did you didn't you know Neiman Marcus tried to sell me a chocolate chip cookie recipe for five hundred dollars? Share, repost. Here's the recipe for free. Cookie lovers unite. Just you, uh, you make fun. Just you wait. This Nigerian prince that I talked to, he's, he's a good com- he's guy. He's coming through. He's coming through, and we're going to be swimming in dough. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you uh, wire him $500 from our bank account? No. It's like, it's like $5,000. You, oh, have to, you have to do that. Oh. He's very, very thankful. Really? Yes. Good to know. How many times do you say thank you? <laughs> One of my last jobs I had to, uh, um, no, one of my first jobs, it was for a specific uh, uh, security company when it had to do with technology. And uh, this security company, one of their vendors was uh, a certain hotel chain. Mm -hmm. And um, back in the day before Google got very, very good with their email filters, and everyone was on Gmail, um, this specific uh hotel chain had their own you know um email addresses mm-hmm. that employees or whom or i guess guests can can use i don't i don't know the exact protocol but uh the long story short is i got to read through all the emails and sort out what was spam or not spam wow and you said you saw some really interesting things while doing that no amazing every once in a while i, I got very very good at like at, at like uh, basically saving the ones that were really fucking funny. Oh, geez. You <laughs> said like, like racist jokes and everything, affairs everything. and all sorts of things. Everything. Everything. Just whoever, whatever you communicate during email, I was able to read it, especially if you went through this specific, this specific hotel chain. Wow. But that's how it's done uh, because uh, email filters, they use something called a, a Bayesian uh, filter algorithm, which is basically you there's a, a degree of spamminess. Mm-hmm. It's like on a uh, scale of zero to one. And if you cross a certain threshold, it's considered spam. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keywords. Uh, so you kind of had to train the system? Yes. So by feeding the filter, it could read a lot of words and then figure out what is more spam than others. Now, over time, would the things you would have to sort of sift through decrease <laughs> because you had improved the spam filter? No. You had to continually feed it because... It's just like uh, uh, ongoing viruses or colds. They eventually adapt and they morph and they change their tactic of how they disguise themselves as spam. 
So what the system would give you a list of things that it thought might have been spam or it wasn't sure about, and you would sift through that list and feed or approve? No, I just read through all the, all the emails. Every single email? Every single email. Wow. A lot of them were easy. A lot of them were easy. It was just like, boop, 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 boop. But then you would just find one where it's just, <clears throat> you know, really bad English, horrible grammar, uh, a bunch of links in there, um, uppercase, lowercase letters. It was it was a little more obvious than usual. And then sometimes I would just see like five of the same message in a row. And it's just, no one would send this. So then you look, for, oh, here we go. They disguised the link at the very bottom. So. Now, it wouldn't send all the way through until you had seen it, right? It would send through. But uh, so eventually, though, if I train the filter, the next time that any type message tried to get through, it would get flagged as spam. Mm. So... So how many emails would you have to sift through per day? Uh, at least a thousand, maybe. Wow. But I, I got very, very quick at it because it was really easy to... Like I said, after a while you got used to it, it was just... Boop, 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 boop. It was just like sorting anything else out. So so how... how at, towards like the end when you were proficient, how long did it take you in the beginning and then how long did it take you at the end? Usually it would take... I, I would only spend like half an hour in the morning and, and then like maybe another half hour uh, later on in the day. So that's okay. all. This wasn't a very, very big hotel chain, mm. so okay. it, it, I didn't have to worry about too many things. So, ah, well, there you go, Warren. There's uh, a, a little bit of blast of the past of uh, what your your dad did during uh, some of his jobs. He got to read through people's mails. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, email technology has skyrocketed since then, especially their spam filtering uh, technology, and I'm sure that's probably a certain amount of AI is now done mm. in order to um, classify what is spam or what is not spam. And I'm sure there's a bunch of new methods of how to do it. It's a very, if you if you studied those emails, it would make an incredible case study. If you studied all those emails over the course of a year or two, just to see the evolution of like what spam was mm. and then what it turned into and how sophisticated they tried to get in order to make it into your mailbox to make you click on something mm, that's interesting no for sure i think i mean i always get emails from you know or learn about various security things and how sort of spammers are more advanced than ever before and data scrapers and things of that nature so it's it's interesting but also a little frightening obviously if all of our information is being disseminated, although I could argue Google your name and you'll find your address, your age, your town. Your information is whatever you decide to give up into the cloud, into the into the air. I mean, if you don't want something to be stored, don't type it into any social media or any or anything of the sort. There, but there are also certain things that you could not type, but that other avenues make public, like all your property tax records and True. buying records like yeah. you could not want it there and it, they legally can't you can't get rid of it the the big thing with this uh data leak that happened with with facebook w was that they were able to get um a good subset of information you're talking at least like 200 million accounts mm. right mm -hmm. and that's basically the entire uh, eligible vote voter base for the u.s wow. so there were specific they they tried specific like targeted quote fake news or ads on those users to try and see like how they would react and obviously with that information they all uh, apparently there were tie-ins to russia mm. so yeah big huge thing and it's um it's I'd, I'd, it'll be interesting to see how Zuckerberg des decides to respond to this. I'm pretty sure there were a bunch of people that have been quitting or getting fired due to all of this. Well, so. apparently they've lost value equivalent to Tesla. Hmm. Like the value of stock or the monetary value they've lost in the past 40 hours equates to the value of Tesla, holistically. Granted, Facebook is a behemoth. I mean, but Tesla is a, a sizable company as well. Um, it, he's already also, I think I read that he was, he's being summoned to British parliament to talk about it. Who's he? Uh, Zuckerberg. Oh. To be like, what'd you do? <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. Do you, do you, I don't know if this would tank. This could tank. I don't think so. I still think they're too big to, it could be a trend of, of, uh, I think it's depending on how deep it is and how public they decide to really, really, uh, go with it. It could. It could definitely be the thing that turns the whole uh, system around. Mm. 
Yeah, it's not going to be. The, it's not going to be the final nail in the coffin, but it's going to be the big one where it's like everyone's like the start of the downward shit. trend. Yeah, especially when it has to do with um, where people are feel like feel like they're getting manipulated. It would be one thing if it was just like, oh, it's being sold, and uh, hey, everyone's getting what they want. They just are getting it cheaper from Russia. They're just targeting right. all these great products. It's mind manipulation. It's, <coughs> pro- it's propaganda. It's yeah. It sort go. of goes into a different realm of. Because it starts playing into politics, it starts playing into how your life actually is, like, uh, being lived long term. Mm-hmm. It, it plays into policy. So, and what is that phrase? If you keep people, keep people separated and not united, you can manipulate them better because you've, too. you've caused them to hate each other. So the that more too. the more segments exactly. you can splinter off. <laughs> the better it is to manipulate a larger population of people by keeping them separate. Exactly. And then it's pl- playing on confusion. There was another saying I heard, uh, the, one of the worst things that can happen to someone is that they think they know something, but it's what they are so confident in is actually, you know, vaporware. It's a lie. It's not mm-hmm. actually a, a true fact, but the person is so set on it even though it's been fed uh, a certain way. It's essentially like a bluff in poker. Like, they're so set. I'm like, oh my God, this person is really, really going to get me. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. It's a little, it's, it's like, a sleight of hand. It's it's like people <laughs> still thinking Santa is real in terms of... What? Uh, Santa's not real? No. <coughs> uh, um, in terms of, you got a bunch of people, if you look at your feet, thinking Santa's real still, hmm. or, equate, or equivalent facts of Santa's real. Kind of a scary, scary place. I don't think it even has to be based on facts. It's exactly as what you said. It's a manipulation of emotions. Mm-hmm. Just figuring out the the right key phrase. Let's say someone has this particular stance on this particular complicated social issue. They have all this data of everyone's posts and how they reacted to certain phrases or posts mm-hmm. or keywords. And so they can construct a specific type of boogie man, boogie woman, a narrative to, let's say I was very, very pro, <clears throat> pro wrestling, mm-hmm. right? They would probably find a bunch of statements that would make me get riled up and hate whoever posted that. Oh, this pro wrestling is nothing like the UFC. Why aren't you a mixed martial arts fan? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I'm sure there's a lot of the same sentiment and you can just program some, uh, bot that will, string together all these specific phrases or keywords that are known to quote trigger professional wrestling fans and boom there you go insert any other thing that people are into or i have a viewpoint here and there you go it's interesting i've been reading i don't know if it's a reddit subreddit or i've seen a couple reddit posts where it starts with i've fed a computer a thousand papers on this or a thousand stories about this Mm. here is what the computer came up with and the computer basically takes all of that information parses it and recreates its own completely computer generated story in that realm. Mm. And it's fairly scary how accurate or how um, potentially normal the story that the computer generates. This I'd have to hear. Yeah. It's, it's, this I'd have to read. It's, it's really interesting sort of to feed the AI machine nowadays. It would, what I'm thinking is that it's not so much just this one uh, non-sentient AI like program that is doing it it is uh an ai program that's really uh efficient at sorting out all the phrases Mm -hmm. or words and then there's a human behind it finally like like picking it and choosing you know what i mean of course there has to be a Mm -hmm. tweaking of weight of work like yep there are people very smart people behind this yes as well so it's more like it's a it's a it's a weapon that is in the hands of a person as opposed to like just this one program that's yeah just it's not a program running, running by itself mm-hmm. but i would argue too it's just it's a different form of media manipulation absolutely that sort of puppet master so to speak is behind every piece of content that you ingest good or bad and it breaks the 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 natural resource that we talked about on your podcast of trust well because imagine tons of trust being lost in whatever that you're communicating with well i think probably part of it is that you can't trust anybody meaning you can trust us Warren. no what i mean is you can trust people but you can't trust digital people digital people are not people Mm. that's my thing it's like you cannot trust anything 
can't trust read. the blog post that you read. No. Can't trust where it's being reposted from. No. I mean, basic, what you used to learn in library school. Remember when that was a thing? Mm. Like the basic principles of fact checking and research and arguments and counter arguments has been lost <laughs> with oh, the advent boy. of social media. Oh, boy. We're getting deep. We're getting depressing. Not depressing. It's just more it's so not like. depressing? I don't think it's depressing because I do in, involve, I enjoy um, when I, I read something where someone's like, if you just look at this, it's this. And they're citing a piece of quote unquote research. And then I read the research. What does that even mean? If you look at this, it's this. Like, I'm trying to be nonspecific purposely. Oh, like, okay. uh, if you read this, this related to professional wrestling. Uh, if you read the life story of, um, what's his, what's his black? What's his name? Oh, uh, Alistair Black. If you read the, you know, the background of Alistair Black. You can tell he's an entitled know-it-all whose parents went to Harvard. Oh, geez. Therefore, he does not deserve to be a professional wrestler. Harvard produces some really good strikers. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> and then here's the link to his bio. Mm. Here's the link to a 75-page bio. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the article that they're talking about it, they, they you know, copy a paragraph from page 47. It's like mm-hmm. a four-line paragraph. Which, this is why he does not deserve to be a professional wrestler. Mm. Like, Okay. You cited a piece of research. You cited a 75-page paper. Let me read it. I'm reading the 75-page paper. Find the part that they quoted. But of the 75 pages, 65 of them were about how he struggled and how he did this oh. and how he worked. So cherry-picking. Cherry-picking. But I could tell then the first person who shared that, who quoted those four lines that were quoted in the article that prefaced this research paper didn't read the 75 pages. So it's like, you can't even do the bare minimum mm. to make your argument valid. Like you didn't even read the paper for which now you are taking a, rid- a ridiculous stance on. And this happens ac- across the board, across political spectrum, across topics. But it's kind of like, I remember one of the budgets that were passed and it was like a 400 and something page document that was passed a wwe budget people a wwe budget that was passed <laughs> it was like I mean, this was a couple of years ago i'm not it's not not now and uh it was like 450 pages and no one read it it was obvious no one read it so i sat there and i started to read it did i read 450 pages no but did i start to read it yeah and would i have ever posted anything about it unless i had read the whole thing in its entirety no how are you taking a stance on something you haven't read? And what's, un- minimum. what's unfortunate is that uh, there's a lot of, again, that natural resource of uh, trust <clears throat> that's been lost in a lot of um, mainstream media because that media and journalists were that last bastion of, hey, the the person who comes home from work isn't going to have time to read through the 450 page document. The journalist though has to be able to do their due diligence and be able to report on said documentation in as non-biased a way as possible and just lay out what is going on. But yeah, and I mean the issue, unfortunately the good journalists are hard to find because they're snuffed out by the really, really terrible pseudo journalist media outlets that have now taken overwhelming popularity on social media and other digital channels pushing people like your favorite adam cole baby and the undisputed era right let's see you write a uh, a 450 page document on how awesome they are oh geez they showed up <laughs> they won some stuff i can't really tell you anything about them except he goes adam cole baby and they all say baby. it with him and then in the song he goes boom he points to himself right here I guess. <laughs> I guess. And he's just, I'm just not uh, a fan. I'm just not a fan. WrestleMania season is coming, people. So. What does this mean? Uh, what's the date? You said April what? 8th? 8th. It's a Sunday. New, New Orleans. New Orleans. Which is. I guess that's going to be with the takeover, too, on the Saturday, right? I, yes. I would imagine. Yes. So that is the big one. That is the uh, uh, WWE's where they try to like really put all their eggs into one basket. And it's more so. It's like the World Series of wrestling. um, It's it's more so I I got burnt out on it. And you even saw that I got burnt out on it. Basically because when we went 
uh, a few years ago. What was it? MetLife Stadium. Mm. It was a big one. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was a lot more hype than it was like the substance. Like it was cool to be there. Don't get me wrong. It was it was a great experience being with that many wrestling fans. All of them really charged up uh, to be in, in a huge stadium and to hear uh, the, the whole crowd roar. But I would have... After that, it was like okay, I can all subsequent WrestleManias I can I can pretty much watch at home because mm. it's unless as if we you were like in like the first front row. row, and they have a super amazing card. It, it's more so they try to put in as many names as possible and celebrities as possible, mm-hmm. like a Ronda Rousey, yeah, in order to get people to pay attention to it and to basically buy the pay-per-view mm-hmm. so which is no longer the model which is interesting but to get more subscribers yep. to wwe network yep. don't get me wrong they really give you the bang for the buck i think last year's wrestlemania the whole event pre-show and all the hoopla that was and the pre-pre-show six hours at least wow like mm-hmm. you could have sat it was like an all-day thing pretty much like any other super bowl i i, I would assume they do a whole pre-game matchup and highlights of what happened for each team during the season same thing mm-hmm. so it's it's something that in that ronda rousey primer where i said you could easily get burned you just want to say primer <laughs> you could easily get burned out on trying to keep up with all the content because now they're going to ramp it up <clears throat> but to be fair it's uh there's some good matches coming i think it's going to be you're we're going to f- see aj styles versus shinsuke nakamura in a WrestleMania match. That'll be good. Which which you have arguably the number one and number two at, at, at like a year or two ago, best wrestlers on the planet mm. going at it on the, quote, grandest stage of them all. And you said they used to wrestle each other quite a bit and yes. hadn't because they're saving it, I guess, for yes. WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other big news is obviously since Daniel Bryan is back, mm. Daniel Bryan, 2014, WrestleMania 30, that's where he won the world title. And shortly after, he had to retire. So, Do you think that he'll make an appearance wrestling at WrestleMania? I would be very surprised if he doesn't. Interesting. Now, do you think... In a limited capacity, though. Right. I mean, I guess I'm saying is, like, due to the the timing of the release... You know, I, I side with what you said, that you were happy but also at the same time afraid for him because we heard i think it was his wife nick not nikki uh brie Brie, who said that he basically was having seizures or something or he said it that he had or uh, there was something i don't know i don't want to misrepresent i think it was seizures and uh, i think i had read that somewhere as well too uh it could be the you know it could be the russians you know (laughs) the the bots changing our wwe manipulating my mind again yeah but in any case, uh, it's more so, as much as I love professional wrestling and I love seeing them perform to the, to the best of their abilities and uh, entertaining the crowd, crowds of thousands, and, this, and in this case, close to 80,000, you know, in, yep. uh, in a stadium. Same, th- same reason why I'm, I'm not going to put uh, uh, Warren into uh, boxing or football. Uh, or football growing yeah, up. Yeah, buddy. Sorry. Not happening. Just the the head trauma, that, that the accumula- cumulative head trauma that, that can happen, and then what we're seeing now yeah. of the results of that and, I think and all the studies. The cumulative so. delineation is important. <clears throat> can you get hit in the head in any sport? Yeah. Can you get hit in the head repeatedly over and over and over again? And you, no. even, you even asked the question, too, where when he retired, you we were like, okay, good, because he was injured, and, he, and his brain was injured, and now it's not? Like, right. what happened? Did it heal? Did they find, like, what went wrong? Yeah, I mean, that's that's like, my worry. How was he cleared? Because the narrative, granted, from the reality show, or the narrative that from what you anybody knows, is that he kept pushing, pushing, and his doctors cleared him years ago, but WWE doctors wouldn't clear him, and he pushed, and he pushed, mm. and he pushed. And it's like, you can push people to do things that maybe they shouldn't do and over time change their mind because you're so damn persist- persistent like Spotify, right? <laughs> and now if you can, you know, if you put uh, water... Spotify cares, people. You know, if you put a river <clears throat> next to, you know, through a rock, it'll eventually curve around that rock and, you know, just f- f- sheer persistence can make things happen. It doesn't mean they should happen. So I do worry. 
And the other big thing is that we he are... He also has a we, daughter. Yeah, we're, we're professional wrestling fans. He lives professional wrestling. Right. That's his life. Right. At, at Back then, 2014, he was the best professional wrestler on the planet. He was the best in the world mm-hmm. at it. So what, what are we to deny him what he, at one point, was the best in the world at? What are we the best in the world at? I, I think I'm the best in the world of uh, supporting Club Dub. Yeah. Who's Club Dub? Have we Club ever gone, W. Have we ever gone over that? Eh, we'll go over it one day, but I'm pretty sure everyone can figure out what the W stands for. Mm, so, Club, Clubby team, W. Team W. Team W. <clears throat> w. <laughs> and it's your favorite, Cassius Ono. Oh, now you want to talk about uh, NXT, huh? Huh? Hmm? Hey, you could have transitioned at any point. Well, I guess my Girl Scout conversation was not good enough for you. Well, apparently this podcast was not good enough for you that it had to not go on last week. Oh, that's right. Still hurts me. <laughs> Still hurting. Still missing. We had no <clears throat> choice. We had no choice. There was stuff everywhere. Dust <sighs> everywhere. I severely underestimated the amount of time and effort did. it takes to replace a ceiling. To be fair, a plaster ceiling with drywall. It's a big deal, apparently. Lots of dust. Lots of dust. And then the few guests that we were, we were able to have, I had to apologize to them profusely. Sorry, like Lando. This place, this place is a mess. We're sorry. My Kitchen's a mess. Studio. We're sorry. <laughs> There's a hole in the ceiling. We're sorry. It is what it but is. But it's coming back. Look, I, I brought back the WWE belt. Woohoo! All right. This, I still don't know why. I, listen, we talked about this listen. in the morning. Why don't you describe what that thing is there that I said, like, I really can't believe it It has sur- survived and is still here in the house. So I would have smashed so that thing. Don't after you it was... dare. We use it. Stop it. Oh, so, yeah. oh, go ahead. In November mm. of 2017, I bought a roll of really large paper and a stand oh, Jesus. for... Warren's birthday party to it's put like one of those things that they sheets have of paper a discount out. for like at Michael's. No, 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 no. It's no. like you leave it on the side of the curb. No. So it's a ream of giant paper held by a holder. Maybe that you I can, can tell them what KLB stands. Oh, KLB stands for. And you string it out and you tape it down and the kids have a ginormous piece of paper to color on. This guy, Eki, mm. does not realize that his son still. There's a use for that. And we take big sheets of paper and tape them to his little baby table. And he look, takes crayon and look, stickers and he colors them. Look at the... It's just there. And it takes up space. Your and, face and look, takes and, up and space. Look, and and, and uh, your headphones are like hang, dangling over it. And it's clunky. And it's clumsy. Just like your face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words... Um, does, does that need other words? <laughs> yes, it needs its moniker. It's KLB. No, it's not. It's not KLB if I use can we, it. Can we start? Can we start? That's up explaining? to you. Oh, That's up I would, to you. I would, I, would, I would love to explain what KLB stands Go for. Ahead. This is a, a term my dad and I came up for uh, my mom's stuff. My mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Anyway, uh-uh, and, if, and if she does, then I'll, I'm sorry, mom, but you knew about this already. <laughs> so um, in Thai, there's a word called Kong Long Bui. Is that, a, is that one word or is that a couple of words? A couple of words. I'll, it's an it's expression, I guess. Okay. And I think the best way to describe that is, uh, what, what do you call it here? Knickknacks. Knickknacks and basically junk. So <laughs> Decorative junk, though, but junk nonetheless. <laughs> so that, you know, the stuff that you see for a dollar on, on uh, a discount where, or in the, uh, what do they call it, um, um, when, you're, when you're at the cash registers and they have all this stuff like, it's there like, and it's the like checkout a, well, aisle to make you like buy it and have stars yeah. magazines and gum okay, and okay. What, 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 what do they call it? It's a cash wrap. Cash you know wrap. That. I know, but what do they call all those items? So, tchotchkes, Ch- knickknacks. <laughs> Think of it as a combination of, of party favors, oh. um, items from a craft fair, and extraneous. A lot of this stuff, gum. My, my, my mom was notorious for collecting a lot of it. Um, uh, she she actually you know she worked in retail and got steep discounts on items that we might not particularly have needed. It was a, a lot of knickknacks, a lot of knickknacks to the point that it it was like multiplying like fungi all around the house, and it got to the point where my dad was calling it Konglong Bui, and and my mom hated that term, hated that my dad was calling it that. So I said, Hey, Dad, why don't you just 
you can spell it with that. Why don't you just uh, phonetically in English, you would spell it out the Kong, you would begin with a K, long with an L, and boy with a B. So it's called KLB. So, so my dad and I's code word was KLB for, the, for a good year. Just used it in secret. And then one day, I forgot how it I think my sister snitched on me. Or some, some, somehow it slipped. My mom found out. Oh, she was pissed. <laughs> she was pissed. We were talking about KLB behind her back. I'm like, oh, just get this KLB out of here, you know? Mm. <laughs> and, 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 uh, yeah. So... One of the big things that uh, I, I took away from that, uh, especially if I was ever going to have my own place, was to try and minimize the amount of KOB that we accumulate. Because to be fair, I could also accumulate my own uh, pile of KOB as well, too. I. It's not KOB if we use it. To be you know, this this one would say this WWE belt is uh, uh, a, mm-hmm. bi- a big piece of it, but it's decorative and um, everything's decorative technically if you think but, about it hard but enough. But look at how many things you decorate with, as opposed to me. Yeah, go ahead. Find me the decorations in this room. Go ahead. Over there. What's over and, there? And, and over here behind the wall. Yeah, the wall, what's over it, there? It, it, it's enough. There's a see, lot of it. See, non-specifics it. means it's not true. I am not jessing it. Don't worry about it. And what does I'm that not mean? Jessing it. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> jessing it. What's that, huh? <laughs> uh, it's it's when you um, add plus ten to whatever uh, amount of item or currency that uh, we're using right now. What do you mean plus ten? Meaning you add ten extra. I so, add. So it, like you would say, oh my god, hon, please get up and get ready. We have to do so many fucking things today. I'm like, really? How many things do we have to do? So many things. All right. Name name them. Uh, we have to go to the supermarket. That's one. We have to get food. That's two. Shut up. <laughs> the thing is, I have the other things in my head. They mm. just don't come out in the moment. Yes. It's always the case. So, so what? Now we've got KLB. Now we've got Jessing It. Uh... And your favorite Adam Cole one, it looks like. <laughs> and to be fair, that was actually a shorter episode of NXT because we still have about three minutes mm. left to go on the podcast. Is there anything else you want to bring up? It's not KLB. <laughs> your son now likes stickers and he thinks every sticker is an owl. I don't know that we talked we had talked about the owl oh, story. Go ahead. So, uh, in the time that, since the last midweek podcast, uh, Warren's new favorite word is owl, owl, owl. So he's been saying it constantly, owl, apple, but owl, um, everything's an owl. Everyone's an owl. Pizza's an owl. Points to owls. Everything's an owl. But around him, he's got the, uh, in his nursery, in his bedroom, what it, we what have the decals. Have. So yeah, decals. so we had woodland creature decals this entire time since he's been born, sort of right next to the baby changing, the diaper changing station by his bed. So there's a bunch of different animals there. There's a bear, a bunny, flowers, birds, trees. So I've been... And an owl. And an owl. So I was, since he <laughs> was... Out of all the animals. Since he was a newborn, I've been saying, like, that's a bear. You know, they don't say, that's a bear, that's an owl, whatever, whatever. So then uh, a week ago, I sat him on the diaper changing station. I was, you know, getting socks and shoes on him. And he turns around, points to the owl and goes, owl. It's like, dude, you knew this the whole time? Owl, owl. We're just surprised because I I would have banked. The bear. uh, The bear. The bunny. I was banking that he was going to point to the bear and figure out that, hey, this is my new favorite animal. Nope. An owl. Owls and apples, he likes Apples. He's now saying apples with context. Good job, buddy. You suck at walking, though. You do. You're terrible. The worst. You just give up on it. He's just like, man, I don't... Plop. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And then we had another snowstorm We did. Are we getting... We're getting more snow tonight, right? Supposedly. (sighs) I don't want to either. Um, Next upcoming guests. Oh, well, that was the other... uh, we, we we had we've been having a trend of good clutch last minute guests and uh, I thank all of them. Uh, we have upcoming, uh, hopefully this weekend. Should I say it just in case it doesn't fall? In case it falls, uh, I don't know. I'll hold it back. I'll post it uh, whenever we do uh, 
uh, get the guest. Uh, the last few midweek podcasts, I was able to say who was coming up because I was uh, being very diligent in trying to have like a, a week ahead or two weeks ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. Where I, uh, basically by this point, I would have already had the podcast recorded and ready to go so that I can definitely guarantee that we would have a guest. But, <coughs> you know, it just happens, people. I run out of fr- I'm running out of friends. <laughs> <laughs> No, Absolutely. no, we've made it to like 27 without any repeats. <laughs> Give us some credit. We got 27 friends. No, what are you talking about? 27 with repeats. I had to, uh, well, it's like I 29 repeated. now. With I had, repeats. Re- I had repeat, uh, but you had like two or three. So we have like 25 friends, Mario and Peyton. So we have like right? 25 friends. That's all I've got. No, we have more. They just, people just don't want to talk about themselves. <laughs> oh, geez. It's okay, honey. But uh, everybody loves we, we you. We did have a, a, a series of people queued up, but uh, it's just crazy Schedules. time. It's just Schedules. Hard. Yep. So hang in there, folks. We're going to get uh, new fresh meat for everybody. Great fresh Gross. new content. Gross. <laughs> Oh, well, that's it. That's it for the midweek podcast. We thank you all for checking in. We love you all. Uh, 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 Tell someone about it. Tell a family member about it. If you're on Spotify, hit us Uh, up. uh, As always, you can reach us on on, on Gmail, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Where where else? Dearwordpodcast.com. If you don't want to download anything, you can listen on podbean.com. If you're not into the mobile listening, you want to listen while you're at work. You can uh, open it up in a browser tab and dearwardenpodcast.com. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks, Zach. And uh, we'll see you um, next week for the Midweek Podcast, Jess. And this weekend for our future guest. Thank you, everyone. Love you all. Bye. Bye.